0: episode 14 it's chloe cast with me your host chloe donald wow guys thank you so much for the love on the last episode the sponsorship one the the listens um on that skyrocketed almost above any other episode that i've done so i really appreciate it you guys must have enjoyed the episode and it's something you wanted to hear so thank you guys very much and i've I've had nothing but great feedback so it really does mean the world to me that you guys love listening to this as much as i love making it um if you guys didn't know i don't get paid or any money or income from making these podcasts i just want to start a podcast and um, hopefully you guys would like it and you did and um, which is awesome so i really really do appreciate it from the bottom of my heart I'll keep making these as long as you keep enjoying them. So yeah, keep giving me some love um, if you can. It really helps me out and motivates me to make more. If there's no feedback or love, then it makes me stop making them because I think, what's the point? Nobody likes them. Nobody's caring about them. So please, whatever platform you're listening to, whether it's Anchor, Spotify or Apple Podcasts, follow, like, subscribe, give it five stars or leave a rating comment, voice message, whatever it is on the platform, please do it and and it would help me out a lot. But we're going to jump into this episode which is simply how I edit my photos and I'm not saying I'm a professional photographer or anything like that and I'm not telling you how you should edit your photos. Every photographer, creator, person is different and they have their own way of doing things but I get this question so many times on how I specifically edit my photos and this is the way I do it which I'm going to share with you guys. Um, first I'll get into camera equipment. I either shoot on my phone which is an iPhone X or my camera which is a Canon 200D. Either a 18-55mm to mil lens which is kind of a standard lens or a 50mm lens which is my favourite kind of lens. Um. Because it's great for portraits, and one of my most favorite things to shoot is people. I love shooting portraits of people. Unfortunately, I don't know that many people that let me take photos of them, um, loads, but that is my favorite kind of thing to do. Is pe- some people like landscapes, some people like nature, some people like plants, animals, people. That just happens to be mine is as, as people and kind of an urban, urban kind of feel is what I like also don't get me wrong I do like landscapes and nature and stuff but portraits is is my number one thing that I love shooting <laughs> I love just that crisp clear center focus of a subject and then the great depth of field blur in the background um to me I just I just love that I love making something the main focus whereas like if you're just shooting landscape Normally, the whole thing is just in focus and it's just kind of flat. You can structure it, obviously, and put something in the the foreground or the background and focus on that specifically. But that's just me. Um, Landscapes aren't really my thing unless it's really, really intriguing or I tend to have something that that is the subject in the foreground. But anyway, that's kind of going off track. What I normally do is, whether it's on my iPhone or my camera, once I've finished shooting... I then put them into my phone. My camera's got a Wi-Fi button where I can kind of just wire the photos from my camera to my phone. Simple as that. Canon has a little app where you can transfer them. Just flick a switch on your camera and connect to your camera from your phone. And save them all to your camera roll. So super easy, super high quality until you put it into a social media platform. Like if you take your photos from your camera and go up to straight to Facebook... Facebook rips the quality out of photos, so don't think that's anybody's photography on Facebook um, or your own if you upload to Facebook and think, why are these rubbish from the camera? That's just Facebook, don't worry about it. (laughs) I tend to normally write a disclaimer on my Facebook posts saying, like, it doesn't do it justice because the quality is shredded by Facebook. Thank you, Facebook. But I'm going a bit off topic here. Um, One second, I just need to have a little drink. (laughs) My voice is getting very dry. And I don't edit these podcasts. I like them really raw and real. I don't cut them or or stitch them together or anything like that. I just keep it rolling. So you might hear me having a little drink or breathing or my squeaky chair or my pen clicking when I'm <laughs> when I need something for my hands to do because I'm not filming. I'm not waving my hands around crazy. It's just me sitting talking to the mic. But anyway, completely off topic. I then put my photos from my phone into an app called VSCO. That is a great app on, I think you can get it on Android as well, but I have an iPhone. VSCO is a, is an app for, it has loads of filters on it. I never ever use the filters like in the actual camera roll on your iPhone or Twitter filters or Instagram filters are a big no for me. Instagram filters are too much and they make your photos look... Instagramy like 2012 vibe the filters aren't aren't good at all i just i just cringe at the filters <laughs> it's just something i really cannot touch is instagram filters or presets like that it just, bleh, it just makes me kind of sick <laughs> but if you hop onto vsco the app it gives you a load of um A load of filters Some you do have to purchase. I have used it for so long that I have like almost them all. (laughs) But there are they do become the ones that are your favourites, and you kind of tend to go to once you get used to the app. There's one um, that is great for green outdoor tones, and I kind of always use that one for the for my adventures. There's ones that are great for portraits, which I use a lot. So I I tend to have like three that that are my go to ones that I always use. And when you put the filter on, it's like a kind of... A filter is just a basic preset filter I put over the top of it. But you can then go into depth with that and put the strength of the filter up and down depending on how much you want it. Because sometimes it's too much, the full filter. So you can pull it down a little bit. Then you can take it into Snapseed. Sometimes I do this before VSCO, sometimes after. It just depends on the photo. Snapseed is really good for editing a little bit deeper if you don't just want to smack a filter on it and be done with it for more structured photos and ones I want to go in more depth with I tend to go into Snapseed and that you can change the brightness the contrast the saturation the warmth the shadows you can play about with all that stuff which just really helps a lot in the photo just say you're trying to take a photo kind of late at night the sun's creeping through the trees at one part but the rest of the photo's dark. If the photo is raw straight from your camera, it's a lot easier to edit and you still get a lot of the crispness. If it's not straight from the camera, it's not a raw image. It will come very pixelated and fuzzy. The more you play about with it in edits, so make sure that they are raw, you'll get a better a better outcome. And from there, I normally just tweak the brightness, um, maybe the contrast. Sometimes, if it's a photo like a landscape, and you want the landscape to really pop and be very structured and look look so crisp, I then there's a bit on Snapseed where you can tune up the structure and the strength, which makes those edges really like solid, hard. But you don't want them to be over structured because then it just looks super fake and it's pretty ugly (laughs) a little tip for people that are taking photos of landscape landscape places there's a a tool that can change the highlights and if you put the highlights right down it really brings out the color in the sky a lot of people take landscape photos and the sky is pure white excuse me i had to burp the sky is pure white and that's because It's really overexposed because it's it's super light outside there's no problem with that but if you go and edit your raw image you can take it the highlights down and that makes the colors pop and you can kind of see the clouds and the blueness of the sky if the sky is blue so that's a little suggestion for you you can also go into curves from that I like putting curves on some things like really pink things for example I was taking pictures of cherry blossoms and I put a really soft Pink baby pink curve filter on the top. They've got some kind of filters preset made curve filters, um, which really helps the curves kind of bring out individual colors. Um, from what I believe, from what Snap shows me, different filters of curves bring out different colors. You get like a blue kind of tone of curves, like a light teal cold one and that's really good if you're in in a cold place and you want it to look colder but i tend to use the the pink on the curves um i think it's called do1 or something it's a really good pink one on Snapseed, you can as well remove spots or blemishes there's a healing tool which i tend to use on my spots (laughs) um don't don't please don't um (laughs) please don't call me out on social media for taking away my spots <laughs> but I get really self-conscious about them and you know when you've got a tiny spot on your face or something and you feel like everybody is staring at it when in reality, nobody cares because everybody gets a little spot or pimple but I normally just edit mine out <laughs> which is kind of bad you should embrace your spots <clears throat> um but I normally get them when I'm super stressed so they're not always there and I'm just like nope you did not mean to be here so there is a healing tool and you can zoom right in you just tap it and completely goes away straight away that's not necessarily just with spots you could do it places in the sky or if there's a bit of a a tree that's sticking out and it's just kind of an eyesore or, or a telegraph pole as long as you do it slowly carefully bit by bit you can take things out and completely vanish them in the photo it's it's very very crazy what's another tool that i like um selective that's a really good tool if you don't want to brighten up the whole image you can put the selective edit on it and you can select just one part of the photo and brighten that up if the sun's coming in from one corner and it's landing on a puddle and the puddle's not that well lit you can click on the puddle and it gives you an area size and you can crank the brightness up in that so the puddles really bright um and it looks like the sun is made just for that specific spot and the rest of the photo can be dark. Sounds really cool actually. I think I've just made a made a good photo. (laughs) But yeah from there um, I normally jump back and forth between Snapseed and VSCO and tweak it until I'm happy with it. Save it and then I go straight to Instagram and I never post horizontal photos. That just it's a big no for me and that makes me cringe as well. I think I have a couple of times because I've had no other choice because I really liked the image but, and I couldn't make it portrait, vertical even. It just doesn't look good on a feed, I don't think. And with Instagram, people are constantly scrolling. People hardly even stop. They just scroll, 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 scroll. So especially if you're a business or a budding photographer, the bigger the photo, the more time somebody's going to spend looking at it. So think about you're scrolling through your phone right now a uh, horizontal photo is going to take up a tiny bit of the the person's screen who's looking at it and they're just going to swipe straight past whereas a vertical photo takes up more than, of their phone than a than a horizontal almost all of their phone on an iPhone if you've got a big image so I tend to post the biggest image I can be right there in people's faces that's how I edit Instagram photos and a lot of people ask me how I do it on my story. Just the same process. A lot of people like my little stories I put up. Once I've been on a on a photography adventure, I normally post some highlights from it and they're normally quite well edited, bright, they kind of pop, they make a little bit of difference. That's because when people upload on their stories, it's just kind of raw and, and straight out from their Instagram camera. Whereas I don't do that, it's all from my camera um, and then put into my phone. So it's just something extra that people don't see. So they do tend to spend more time on your Instagram story instead of just tap, 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 get that notification away of them posting. They're more like tap. Oh, that's a cool, bright photo. Interesting. Tap, or they don't even tap. They just watch it right through. And yeah, it's just something different. If you take a little bit of extra time in your Instagram story photos, you're going to get a lot more attention and a lot more love for people... 'Cause people be like, yo, this person's doing doing it different, you know, they're standing out, they're making the effort to 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 what's the word I'm looking for? To stand out from the group I guess. Um, you're not like the others who are just throwing up random stuff. But if you want to just throw up random photos on Instagram, that's completely fine. I mean, this is just what I do and how I like to do it, um, when I can be bothered. It is very time consuming. If you go on a on a trip and you narrow it down to fifty photos that you really like and you want to put fifty photos on your Instagram story, and you've got to do the Snapseed, the VSCO, the cropping, all that stuff on each photo, very time consuming. But the outcome is absolutely beautiful. But that that's my tips. A lot of people message and say like, how do you how do you edit your photos for your story? How do you do that? It's very very simple. And there's no there's no trick to it. I just edit them and throw them up there. But I guess. That's what people wanted to hear and and wanted to know the apps. And that's the two apps I use. And it's just all about being creative, using your mind, getting cool shots, being different from the group and editing wisely. Don't over edit, don't under edit. You want to find that balance to make just a nice photo, something that's easy on the eyes that people go, wow, that's a beautiful picture. And the more time you spend, practice makes perfect. My photos years ago, terrible, very very contrasty, structured, and too far down on the highlights it came out looking so fake. You've probably seen those photos are over-edited, they just look terribly fake. <coughs> almost choked on my own saliva, one second, jeez, talking too fast, almost choked. Um, Yeah so the only way to learn is to keep doing it, so I'd advise you to keep going, keep posting and wait for people's feedback or maybe put up at the end of your story like did you enjoy that or what was your favorite image you know get people's feedback if that's what you're into but I think that's all I've got to say about how I edit photos I don't think this podcast episode was very interesting but I put on my Instagram story yesterday ideas for podcasts what do you guys want to hear and half of them were how I edit my photos so I hope that cleared something up so Definitely go and try it. And if you do upload photos to your Instagram, definitely tag me in them and let me see them. If you're using VS or Snapseed and I can try help you out, give you some tips, say what I think, that'd be awesome. Make sure you use the hashtag ChloeCast and I'll, I'll find it and tag me. Um just search my name, Chloe Donald, on all social media. I'm sure I'll pop up. <laughs> I've got rainbow hair, that's all you need to know. <laughs> I don't think like, very many people have rainbow hair, so I will surely pop up. <laughs> Anyway, that's all I'm going to say on the episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you did, you guys know what to do. Follow, subscribe, leave a rating, or whatever it is. I'd love to hear you guys' feedback on what you want to hear in the future. Thank you guys so much. You're awesome. Goodbye. <laughs>